Good evening and welcome to this third edition of the third episode of the Construction Cashflow Show. And I'm really delighted to have a fantastic guest for you this evening. And her name is Lynn Mann and she's a certified management accountant. She's been involved in accounts for 20 years, a real interest in small business. And I'd like you, without further ado, to introduce you to Lynn. So good evening, Lynn. Hello, Stuart, and um, thank you for, for having me tonight. It's great to speak to you. Ah, you're most welcome. And Lynn, would you like to start by giving us just a little bit about your background and how you started your current business? Yeah, sure. So as you said, um, my background is within accountancy, and it was one of those things. I always wanted to be um, an accountant from a young age. That was until I went to start to study it and then realized in my mind it didn't make a, an impact. Um, but I continued to work within business, so businesses from multinationals to startups to nonprofits um, for over 20 years. Um, and then I got the opportunity to, um, to change. Um, my husband's um, job was moving abroad, and so I retrained as a coach. And I wasn't quite sure what to do with coaching. And I went to work with um, a friend in her coaching business, which was focused on sustainability. And then she asked me to train her in the account. She said, if I'm going to grow this business, I need to understand what the numbers mean. So I pulled together a small training program and trained her to how to understand the accounts. And at the same time, I um, read a couple of articles around small business failure rates and one of the things that was highlighted was the number of small businesses that fail because of not of their cash flow and also for not having a plan now these were things that didn't make sense to me because yes okay people run out of money but cash flow can be managed and all of a sudden I realized actually this is where I could have an impact where I could make a difference in helping um, small business owners understand more about what their numbers are telling them. Now, bringing in here um, my coaching, what I also realized and what I knew was that um, the stories we've heard growing up and the beliefs we've formed can actually have a big impact on how we look at things and how we um, interact with money and with numbers. And so by bringing this together, um, I then decided to form my um, business which is called Earth Aconta. There's a real play on words here. Um, Aconta is the old French for um, the root of the word accounting and so for me it was around every business has to count, that they have to produce their accounts but at the same time every business matters. Now the earth side comes in because actually every business business on this earth matters and counts towards um, what happens on the planet. Um, so that's how it all came around. And um, so now I work with small business owners to help them change how they're engaging with their business and with their business finances so they can make their business count. That's really interesting, Lynn. And I know even with my business, you know, I started my business as a quantity surveyor and run it as a quantity surveyor, so as a technical profession. And we tend to, and I suppose it's probably similar for a lot of business owners, you, you tend to focus on 
your business in terms of what you do. And for me, it was service delivery. And really, I didn't know a huge amount about what the accounts were telling me and kind of left it to the accountant. And, you know, I think sometimes uh, we, we, can, we can neglect that side of the business. And you're right, there's, there's a kind of a, a mindset that we, we, leave that, oh, we leave that to the accountant. So what you're doing is really, really interesting. And I know over the last few months, uh, I've been starting to get more involved and more interested in my accounts. And I'm sure some of the listeners would be, would be particularly small business owners, would be really interested in the program that you've put together. And I, I really agree with what you say there, because one of the things is that um, what I find is we go in, we're, we're experts in our own field and the focus, you know, does it, whether your background is coming out of corporate um, and going and starting your own business or whether you're just starting your business um, as, as an expert in your field, it, the, the accounts and the cash flow is just an aside. It's something that's not there. Um, and, and as you say, a lot of people will outsource it to a bookkeeper or an accountant and forget about it. Um, and I had a really good example recently of the consequences of this. So um, interestingly, I actually had some building work done recently and we interviewed the um, various builders beforehand to, in the kind of the selection process. And actually being an accountant, I also went back and checked um, did some due diligence on their numbers and what I found was actually two of the builders had gone bankrupt in the past year and mm. I actually we sat down with one of them um, because the architect highly recommended him and really grilled him as to see what had happened and what he shared was exactly what you said he'd given his numbers to his accountant and his income was growing every year but he was still making a loss and the accountant was still signing off his accounts. So he didn't see any problem. He thought he could just outgrow the loss that as his income grew, his costs would grow, or his, sorry, his profit would eventually kick in. Mm. And the problem was he wasn't looking at the numbers. He wasn't understanding what was driving it. Mm. And I guess he was juggling his cash and eventually one issue on one job just pulled the rug. Um, and he, he had to file for bankruptcy. Now that really showed him the importance of understanding his numbers and really understanding his business. What he realized was his whole business model was wrong and he was incurring um, a lot of overheads and this was impacting his, his cash flow and his profitability. So just going back to what you said, I think it is that thing that um, small businesses generally are often or are not aware of the impact the num the information the numbers can share with them and the impact it can have if you're not aware of what those numbers mean um, exactly and we 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 in fact it's a big problem and you're, and you're quite right in construction and what i found is even when as quantity surveyors and clients uh, procure contractors generally what what you did is is absolutely excellent in terms of what you asked your contractor around his cash flow because quite often uh, quantity surveyors will go out to tender with a tender package and they'll do the pre-qualification questionnaire and ask about the bank details etc etc 
but rarely do they sit down with a contractor and say, okay, how are you going to manage the cash flow on our project? How are you managing your operational cash flow on your other projects? And will you be having uh, cash coming into the project uh, that's timed correctly to pay the suppliers on my project. You know, so these, these are questions that actually rarely come up and considering the failure rate in construction of construction companies, it's, 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 it's um, astonishing really, to be honest, that we're as an industry we're we're so bad individually at managing cash, managing cash flow and understanding the numbers. And what we tend to do in construction, we feed the responsibility for cash flow right down the supply chain. So we're relying on individual, lots and lots of individual businesses that make up a construction project project to be managing their cash flow. And to me, that seems quite a high risk strategy. Yeah, it, it is because it all it needs is for for one person not to be um, or to to be too tight, have too tight a margin um, and for somebody to um, demand the repayment. And I think even with, you know, I know, um, for example, um, when you look at um, companies, there's often they're using, for example, money owed to the inland revenue that they've collected as a buffer and actually that is a false buffer and really to to make sure that your company is almost safe and secure it's about forming your own cash buffer so that you know you have got that there to protect you should something um collapse in the chain Mm, absolutely and do you think there is uh in construction or even in small businesses really do you think people have a kind of mental block with the numbers with uh, even in their own businesses you know uh, I mean even looking at a balance sheet sometimes a balance sheet a balance sheet can tell you a lot of things about the health of a business but yeah how many small business people actually know how to read a balance sheet yeah um, and I think there's a number of different things there. So one is actually is is knowledge, which you highlight. You know, how, understanding how to read um, a balance sheet. Um, you know, once you know how to read a balance sheet and what it's telling you, then it, as you say, it can tell you a lot of information about your business. Um, but actually, sometimes there's a fear um, about even looking at that because it's something you don't know. You don't know what it's supposed to tell you what it means um and i'm not sure there's potentially enough training around that um but the other thing is going back to is actually um is kind of going back to the stories and the beliefs that um people have around money and also around numbers now if i look at my Self, for example, you know, I'm an accountant and people expect that accountants would um, have a, a good relationship with money. Um, but for me, when I worked in business, it wasn't about money. It was about numbers. I was dealing with numbers that were telling a story. I didn't relate them to being money in um, the business. And the one job I really could not see how I could have done was a credit controller because there you are chasing money 
Now, mm. if you think about it growing up, a lot of the stories we hear are about it's, you know, it's, it's rude to talk about money or you shouldn't be chasing money. And these stories actually um, influence how we deal with money. And so if we're brought up thinking that, then even things like chasing um, overdue debts, which is really important, um, but doing that, we hold back on because we don't want to be seen as, um, as you know, as creating conflict. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be seen as, 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 as chasing money. And that can have, you know, just something as simple that, as that can have an impact on your business. But at the mm-hmm. same time, looking at, at, at numbers, you know, if people have had a bad experience with numbers and maths during school, this can really impact how they engage with numbers. And it's amazing how many times I tell people what I do and they just look at me and go, oh, numbers. And you can literally see um, the shutters coming down on their face because they don't want to deal with numbers and they don't want to deal mm. with money. Yeah, that's, so, re- that's really interesting. I like what you're, you, you know, what you mentioned about numbers that tell a story. Mm. And, and I think you're right. There's, you know, with money and chasing money, there is emotion attached yeah. to certain aspects of, of money and how we transact with money. And, um, but what would you say to listeners in terms of how they can maybe change their view or mindset towards money in, in more in terms of, oh, they're numbers that tell a story, something that might make us, uh, even myself, really, that, uh, you know, to help us uh, uh, see see numbers see numbers as telling a story and numbers are nothing to be frightened of yeah I think the first thing is to really actually understand um, how you do currently engage with money or with numbers and understand um, that perspective so one of the exercises I actually get people to do um, is to imagine that they're an animal so how if you were an animal um, in relationships so how do you relate to money in terms of an animal so some people for example might say well they're an ostrich They've, you know they really just stick their head in the sand um, I've had other people um, actually say they were moles and burying in the, the grounds of going away from it um, I had somebody share that she was uh, a snow leopard and it was for her, it was really interesting in trying to unpick what that meant. But in looking at actually, so if you relate yourself to as an animal, how you relate to money, what are the characteristics of that animal? So what does that mean? And that can help you understand what it is that you're, um, you've got to deal with. Once you know, um, what's where the fear is coming from or where the beliefs are coming from mm. then you can start to look at it and say well actually is that true um because a lot of the beliefs we hold are not true and it's only when we start to question them and look for evidence to find um a contrary belief that our brain can start to say oh actually that belief isn't true and i can see that there possibly is an alternative here and then we can start to remove that fear because you're right. When we, if we look at um, our numbers and we're coming from a place of fear, 
then what we're going to see immediately is the negative and we're going to close down. Whereas if we can come from that place of curiosity, that place of actually, you know, what are these numbers telling me? What can I learn from them? How can they help me? Then we can start to um, see what's possible. We can start to see the story that they're actually telling us. And I think as an accountant, this was one of the things that I guess helped me was I wasn't emotionally attached to the numbers. So I could see the story um, and it was a case of getting the elements, tweezing the elements of the story out from the people I was working with because they had the background. And that's one of the things with the business owner, you know what's going on in your business, you know what's happened. And it's learning how that those actions connect yeah. and translate into your numbers. So as you were talking before about um, kind of what's, what's driving cash, but even and you were talking about the, the chain and how things flow through, but it's understanding how everything fits together. So going from um, your, your sales and understanding how that flows through to, um, to cash. So even from what's the first action that you take, you know, is how do you, is it networking and understanding how everything flows through then you can start to see, well, actually, are my num numbers reflecting the actions and activities that have happened within my business in the past month? Mm, that's very interesting. And, and sometimes we all, as business owners as well, we, we tend to spend our time on uh, minutiae throughout the day, checking emails, doing this and doing that. And we're not, um, we're not focusing on maybe the key things that we should do and that's understanding what's happening what the stories emerging in our business uh, with the numbers yeah and it is it's one of those things i think that it's kind of learning to be able to um zoom in because we do have to focus on this detail mm -hmm. but then zoom out to be able to look at that that bigger picture um and and understand actually what's telling us but really we are one of the other things that could really help us is is actually starting to to measure key activities so if we can identify what are those key things that are happening within our business um it may be that you know going back to um sales so one of my clients um had been doing some work on um on social media and she was looking, went back and looked to see where her income was coming from and where her clients had come from and realized they all came from networking and from people she knew it was word of mouth. And so she realized that actually that's where she needed to spend her time. And therefore, by starting to measure, in her case there, starting to measure, you know, say how many networking events she went to, how many people she was following up with, that kind of information helps her to understand is that flowing through into the business and I think mm -hmm. at times people um, uh, forget that the numbers that are showing up on the um, the P&L account on the balance sheet on the cash flow they are coming from those original activities so mm -hmm. by measuring those original activities and understanding 
the impact they have on your business, you can then really start to understand how the story comes together. It's, all, it's almost like if you were telling, mm. if it was a book, each area of your business is like a different chapter. And then the yeah, final chapter absolutely. that pulls it all together is yeah, the, the numbers in your accounts. Yeah, definitely. And, and I think you're right. And it's something I've been looking at uh, recently with my business that, you know, the cash flow in the business is around, okay, so what, how many leads do I need to get into my sales funnel in order for me to get uh, a number of uh, X number of clients out of the bottom of my funnel in terms of those that are interested in my and um, purchasing my products and services. And that reflects again, as you say, on to the balance sheet, onto the profit and loss account. And so it's a whole story, isn't it? From the, yeah. you know, my marketing, my sales, my branding, am I building trust? Do people know me? Am I, am I putting yeah. my products out there? People getting to know me and all of that feeds ultimately into the numbers, don't they? Um, yeah, totally. And, and I, in, in fact, I'm trialing a product at the moment and it's called transfer and what that does it follows the cash throughout the supply chain and it tells a story and there's a dashboard on this particular software and what happens is is that the contractor and the suppliers they issue a promise down the line rather instead of payments they issue a promise once the work's done they issue the promise down the line once they get the invoice and the money then flows from the developer or the lender direct to source. So to the, to the, to the suppliers and then comes back up the line and on the dashboard, I can see the money flow. So I right. can kind of start to see a story emerging about the, the, the project and the site. I can see almost the health of the project and the story grow, even without going to site, I can see how the money's flowing on the dashboard from one party to another. Is it flowing when it should have flowed? Um, you know, is there a little bit of congestion here or there? It's almost like, um, the, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the blood flowing through veins, if you like, yeah. you know, it, it finds its way through the shortest path and it tells a story. So, you know, you, you're absolutely right. It's really, really interesting how we, we look at uh, the story of the numbers. And I was really interested about your analogies with the, with the animals. And, and I think there's a lot of us that are probably identify with the ostrich, bury our heads in the sand, particularly when things are not going so well. And, uh, you know, so what would you, you mentioned about a course that you did with your uh, friend earlier and that you've been developing. I mean, where where could um, some of our listeners find more uh, about, the, how to how to look at their numbers differently or maybe contact you or get in touch with you regarding any courses yeah and that kind of um, thing sure. if they want to um, take it forward so they people can i um, post regularly on linkedin so if people just want to kind of have a look and see um learn a bit more about what i do then if you can um check me out on linkedin um also i've got um my website's um earthaconta.com um, or you can email me at lynn which is l-y-n at earthaconta.com um, and I'm happy to answer any questions at all um, so yes please feel free to to reach out and and ask any questions
fantastic um, yeah well thank you for that lynn and i'm sure we all got a lot out of it i know i did and in fact i think we can all do with uh you know re-looking at our numbers understanding our numbers and looking them and getting into the right mind frame and the mindset and yeah. understanding that there is a big picture and our businesses create there is a story around our businesses that can be told in numbers from start to finish from sales to end of delivery through client experience all end up being represented by numbers don't they and they do. uh, they really yeah do. so yeah absolutely and i'm sure i'm gonna you know i'm following you on linkedin lynn and i find your your post really interesting so i'll continue to do that and by all means uh, to the listeners listening today get in touch with lynn there's a huge amount of knowledge she's got and she can certainly get you into the right place and around the numbers for your business so thanks very much lynn and it's been an absolute pleasure having you on thank you Stuart, and um, thanks for the conversation i've appreciated it oh you're welcome so this is the uh, construction cash flow show and this was Stuart davidson speaking to lynn mann and we look forward to seeing you all in the next episode well thanks very much goodbye